0: Welcome to the There's More podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Karen. And we are here helping women dream bigger, pray bolder,
1: and live empowered. And we are being joined by a guest, Keith Miller, who is with Standing Firm World Ministries. And um, Keith is really, he's a grandfather. I mean, he's not that old, but we think of him as a grandfather in the faith because he's one of these guys that walks an incredible wisdom, incredible yeah. understanding of God. Yeah. And literally you're going to find yourself at the end of this going back and oh listen goodness. to it again with yeah. a pen and paper in hand taking notes because he's releasing so much wisdom that is going to ignite your faith in God. Oh yeah. So welcome to the There's More Podcast. Well, welcome to the There's More podcast. We are being joined by Keith Miller, who Rachel and I kind of feel like is (laughs) just such a a spiritual, like father in the faith. And I hate, you know, you're Mm -hmm. hardly any older than me, but there's a grandfather anointing on your life that kind of like you go to the grandfather because they carry wisdom. He's with um, Standing for Ministries, is the author of... The book Surrender to the Spirit and the Sevenfold Spirit of God. And we actually had you, Keith, on um, when we were, before we ever launched the podcast, we did a thing called Second Cup. We <laughs> launched it on Instagram and we're just interviewing people. And so this beautiful man in front of us um, just awed us. And you know, we just, know. We, we loved what you shared. So we're just excited to have you on again today, Keith.
2: Oh, it's a real blessing. Thank you for having me. Oh. Looking forward to it.
1: Good, good. Well, I'd love to, before we kind of move into fresh stuff, I would love just let's catch the audience up on who you are, what God has done in your life, um, what kind of brought you to being on the other side of this and being considered somebody that was that's a grandfather in the faith for mm-hmm. us. Mm hmm.
2: Well, um, I'd come to the Lord because my wife prayed me in. So uh, she really prayed for me w- real strong one day, and a couple weeks later, I got born again. And the Lord does always does above and beyond. She just wanted me to get born again and be a changed man. <laughs> but The Lord had a different idea. He, you know, I was in business, and yeah. he uh, took I started serving in the local church, and just felt a call to ministry, and became a pastor for a few years, and then I launched down into the travel ministry, and uh, it's just been an amazing, incredible time with the Lord, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing because you think you can look pat, back and say, wow, and you can, but it's also the now, yeah. and what God's doing now, so yeah. it's pretty amazing, so yeah, just really blessed on how the Lord, uh, uh, we have journeyed with the Lord, you know. We've had a we never thought our ministry would excel like it has it's just a favor of the Lord mm, and, mm-hmm. uh, we were able to go to the world basically and Can so we we're just in a little town out South Texas in Texas and hanging out and the Lord says hello and we said hello
1: back I <laughs> uh, I love you know. how he just places people everywhere I'm oh a little my town, gosh. A Armadi- a- Amarillo, Amarillo, Armadillo. armadilla. <laughs> But So, Keith, share with everybody, because I love the story of just that pivotal moment that you had, where you had an an encounter with the angel of the Lord, that seems to be like a really defining moment in your life, and and as a result, defining moment for a lot of people's lives. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. It was was, uh, after a season of prayer, and uh, it wasn't out of desperation. It was out of hunger. Mm -hmm. There's a difference, you know, there's a different level. It's a different invitation, I would say. Uh, Both are an an invitation from the Lord that requires our response. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, out of desperation, the first time I felt was a lack of not seeing any activity of the Lord, of Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. And then that's when I cried out, Lord, there's got to be more than this. We have Acts one eight. where's the power at? And uh, had a tremendous encounter with the anointing the power of the Holy Spirit, and immediately saw tremendous breakthrough, and breakout of the ministry of the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. Mm. It changed my ministry. We always were evangelistic in the sense of seeing people get born again, but now it was like immediate breakthrough, a breaker anointing, wow. going mm-hmm. into cities and churches and stuff. And now I ministered out of that for several years, but then the Lord just in my quiet time, asked me a tremendous question. And this was the question, because we all pray prayers like, and they're good, they're honorable. We say, we want to know the Holy Spirit like Catherine Kuma, and I, Yeah. I want to know the Holy Spirit like Charles Finney or some of the greats and how they walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm no different. I was a st- student of a revival and I used to say, well, I want to know the Holy Spirit like such and such. And my prayer time one day, the Jesus said, hey, why don't you ask to know the Holy Spirit like I know Him?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. and that
2: just that just undid me, you know. Wow. So I just started studying the Scripture, and as a result, I had a, a, a encounter in a vision, and it was something I wasn't used to. I didn't have the It wasn't something that happened all the time or anything. Mm-hmm. But I just saw in a vision this huge angel. And he had like a book scroll, and he said, open your mouth. And he threw it, and I ate it. And I sat back down because I was teaching in a revival school. And that changed my life. From that point on, I had two other encounters, and it was all about Isaiah.
1: Did you actually taste anything? I mean, you ate it. Like, Did it feel like it was happening in the natural Like okay is this real or right. am I seeing this yeah it was
2: real it was it was it was real real locked <laughs> wow. me down to my chair and I just sat down my wife goes what just happened to you my right- hand guy on my staff said what happened to you I said I don't know I just ate a book or something I don't oh, know what it was my goodness. he said what you did what I said I know man I don't know either but so did it you cause me I'm not a...
0: Did you have a frame for that, Keith? Like, had were, I You weren't moving in signs and wonders at that point, is that right? You were just pastoring, it, it, I, leading people to Jesus.
2: Well, it's moving in the anointing, praying for the sick and people like that by the anointing, but not in any way having those type of encounters, oh, no. In, in fact, it was uh, immediately after I had to teach that next session, And so for the next several weeks, I studied everything there was about scrolls. Uh, Revelation 10 says that, you know, the angel offered John a book. So I started, I had to find something about scripture. I mean, I'm a word person. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was really opened up an opportunity for the second encounter was I woke up uh, feeling strongly to go to the office walked in my corridor of the office, opened it up, it was early in the morning, and the whole office was filled with electrical current of the holiness of God, mm-hmm. where you don't have to know ask, say, I wonder if God's here, you know He's there. Yeah. And so I threw off my shoes and started walking down this uh, hallway, and there the same angel was, but this time, naturally. It scared me so bad, man. <laughs> I jumped over into my office from the corridor dove right into my office and laid on the ground and just was praying. And the Holy Spirit showed me vision after vision after vision. And when I kind of felt like the Holy Spirit lifted in the visions, I said, what about the guy in the hallway, the angel in the hallway? <laughs> so right. Can we so talk I, about, I really we talk full, about yeah. the big
0: guy at <laughs> oh the back of the office? You just made me so <laughs> happy. I I'm like, this is so precious. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? Okay, right. can we address that? Yeah,
2: that's, but, and I was so brave, I just stuck my head <laughs> around the corner of the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I did. And then I finally just jumped down okay. in the hallway and just long enough to see two names, and it was strength, stature, and then there was two on his legs, and, but strength, stature, and then he was gone. So I knew the next thing the Lord wanted me to do was study strength and stature in the Scripture. And that's what I want to share about the importance of every believer knowing the, the strength of God. Uh-huh. Because it's amazing because uh, the enemy will go hard after—the unseen realm's real. Mm -hmm. And he'll go out of his way to bring crisis and circumstances in believer's life that are pressing in for the Lord, for pioneers of the Lord, Mm. for the intercessors, the prophetic, the trailblazers, and Mm -hmm. try to wear them out. And these precious people become battle-weary, but the Lord has provided provision in the spirit of might in the believer. And that's what the Lord began to teach me is the importance of the strength of God in the believer's life for what he was revealing to me and the stature of Christ growing, continuously growing in the stature of Christ. Yeah. And so those were the two things that were basically being shown to me. And of course, the third encounter was actually while I was praying and had an encounter with the throne room of God. And the Lord was on the throne room. And, and people say, what did he look like? Well, he. it was an amazing moment of my life that will forever be imprinted because it was just so uh radically live at the best way like every fiber of my being just become just uh, alive my i felt like my hair went like this you wow. know because of the power and presence of the lord and i all i could see because of the brilliancy of the beautiful white blue see the countenance of the lord and i could see his hand he had an envelope and the same angel handed me the envelope. I dropped it. It was at the Leroy encounter. I dropped the envelope. He picked it back up and handed it to me. And inside the envelope, I opened it up. There was no paper inside the envelope. It wasn't like there was something written, written in there. It. it was like it was just there. It was a message when I opened the envelope. And it was two scriptures. It was Revelation 4, 5, and Isaiah 11:2. 2. And that started, of course, me. I began to immediately dive into the scripture what is Isaiah eleven two? what is mm-hmm. Revelation 4 5 and why did Jesus say in my quiet time know the Holy Spirit like him mm. well John chapter 7 verse 37 where Jesus literally introduced himself in one of the feasts he introduced himself by saying you'll know me and out of the innermost part of your being will flow rivers of living water right. yeah and that's how he described the Holy Spirit not as he's the gift But most believers, when we begin to talk about, you know, the functioning operation of the Holy Spirit, we talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but really the rivers of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and fear Mm of the Lord are for us to Mm -hmm. live every day out of the wonderful supply Mm -hmm. that Jesus taught us in John 15, 5, that what he has, he has made available to us. And in Revelation 3, 1, he says, I have the seven spirits of God. And he described the the Holy Spirit as Isaiah eleven two. the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yeah. And because the spirit of the Lord is upon me, the spirit of uh, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. So it immediately, uh, I taught, we had a series of conferences called Texas Ablaze. We, we really were amazed at how the Lord breathed upon him. But I taught the first time in November of 2002. And I felt like the—I didn't know what I was teaching about. I just read a few scriptures. I really didn't know. It just happened in October. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow.
2: And so I really took uh, the Lord. I felt like the Lord says take some time to learn it Mm -hmm. and it's about not about preaching your commission i felt commissioned to just to have the message and share it as many people as i could sure
0: keith again i'll pause you real quick you you said that the lord asked you to teach about stature and growing in stature so the lord grew in stature and wisdom i mean we know that scripture so if christ is in us and we're a new covenant and christ in me is the hope of glory so how do we Grow in stature if Christ is in us. What what does that look like if Christ, who's perfectly staturous? and you
1: get the complete the completion of Christ? Yeah, yeah Colossians so, one. So what, yeah, what does is, it
0: look like to grow in stature? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I'm just like
1: I'm I'm curious. I'm, it's funny because I always declare this over my kids. They're yeah, increasing, and I same.
0: thought, How do you increase in that? How do you increase in that if Christ is in you? How do you increase in that?
2: Yeah, the stature, of course, is learning to uh, grow in his, his nature and His ability through your life. And, of course, that's first and foremost how that takes place is through the knowledge of God. And many times we start talking about the knowledge of God is more of a how much I know about God, knowing so how much you grow in knowing and flowing and moving mm. with Him. Mm-hmm. And so it's an inward work, but what you're actually doing is you're growing in His attributes in your life. It yeah. says, you know, literally growing in his in his uh, John fifteen five. I believe is the greatest passage for that. He said, if you abide in me, and I abide in you, then you'll flow and have, you'll see great and great bear much fruit. Well, basically saying who I am, you can grow into. Who I am and what I have supply, pr- supply a provision and begin to function out of what I have for you. And how, how that happens is we don't stay little baby Christians any longer, but we grow in the Lord Right. because growth is inward, not how much I show it outward, but how much mm-hmm. I grow inward yeah. in mm-hmm. Christ, in the Lord, his attributes, who mm-hmm. he is in my life, his way. And one of the keys of that, which I believe is very important right now, which I believe there's a spiritual awakening taking place right now. Agreed. A spiritual awakening is defined as becoming aware of something you didn't previously know. But it's also described like this. The Lord communicating a tr- the truth and knowledge of something his people don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 Jesus says that we have the ears, uh, ears and eyes to hear and see the mysteries of the kingdom to grow in covenant well that's part of growing is communication and so if we can't grow in our ability to communicate with the lord which means hear him recognize him (laughs) and to know god isn't just simply how much i know about scripture but to recognize him his movement his activity his voice his vision his dreams and the more i grow in the stature of christ the more i recognize that just like jesus did so
1: so we just appreciate y'all joining us and we've been referring a lot sometimes in our podcast you hear about this thing called father's house mm-hmm. and we just know that sometimes when you hear these incredible stories from these incredible guests you wonder how did these people learn this yeah how did they have these kind of encounters and so we want to tell you about a resource that rachel and i have written that is going to give you that that more the yeah, more
0: lifestyle absolutely so you can go to fathers study.com and we have an eight week bible study encounter it's just going to walk you to the journey that you've heard a lot about in these podcasts and we want to offer you a 20 percent discount and we hope that you will check it out we think it'll change your life forever and it'll take you on a journey that leads home
1: So, good. Keith, how did you know? Kind of practically speaking, like that the sevenfold, those seven flows—the flow of wisdom, counsel—how did that begin to impact your life, or how did you begin to interact with the Spirit of God differently before you had that encounter? Like, mm-hmm. how yeah. did that's that flush out in your life? Well,
2: that's a great question, and it was very obvious as I grew in the stature of Christ, which rep- which literally means your question is how do you grow and how does that happen well you're growing in the lord you're mm-hmm. growing up in the lord you're maturing okay. mm-hmm. and you it's it's a heart it's a desire to but immediately you know i, I can't say that i immediately but in the process as lord begin to break down each one of the activities and mm-hmm. i recognize it in scripture i begin to recognize what it says in james for instance do you need wisdom Ask for wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit. No, it says, I'll give you an abundance. It's because it's a river. It's yeah, perpetual. Yeah. And so immediately, because everything in the kingdom is by what? Faith. Faith. Yeah. So immediately I began to recognize when I need counsel, I'm going go to go to the to the Lord for counsel. I flow in the, the Holy Spirit's counsel flows in my life, yeah. just like wisdom, understanding the spirit of might, which I believe is very key right now and very important. For the believers right now, because it has been uh, there's uh, new ground to be taken right now. Yeah. And any time we're called to take new ground, we also face personal limitations, personal fears, but also we have to overcome some obstacles. Yeah. Break through. We can't do that ourselves, but the Lord's provided the Spirit of might for yeah. us mm-hmm. to be strengthened with might in the inner person. Yeah. Mm-hmm that causes us to stay the course and persevere. Yeah. So yeah, it had immediate impact in my life in a big way. Like before flowing with the Holy Spirit prophetically, for instance, I would move with a word of knowledge. Mm -hmm. The Bible says a word of knowledge, which is a partial bit of information from the Holy Spirit given to you supernaturally. Yeah. Yeah. But the counsel of God means I start flowing in the counsel, the heart and intent of God for somebody. I was just in a meeting just a few weeks ago and I started ministering to this couple. Well, I started ministering to them and the, I could feel the river of counsel begin to flow. And this is how it, what happened. Mm. I started sharing things with them there I couldn't know. I would I would not know these things.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, this is how powerful it is when you flow out of these this these flows. The moment they said they stepped out of the church after the service, it immediately happened. Really, as soon as they stepped down, they they had a breakthrough in the family. Things completely turned around. Wow! And it immediately happened because see, the counsel of God is His intent and what He wants to do. Sure. Yeah. And so that's I believe that the operation of the gifts really are a por, uh, like a portion of what we can see in the sevenfold flow. But also the gifts are for one another to minister to other people. Right. But the rivers are for me to live out of, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, I love that distinction.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I'm so curious, Keith, like, what have you learned about? I've never studied rivers. I'm sure in all your study of this of flow and the rivers of of the council that flow what have you learned about rivers in scripture and the natural that have applied to scripture is there anything that's been like that was that is amazing i mean because the rivers are fascinating
2: yeah that's amazing you're right uh, one thing about a river it flows it's constant and it's perpetual so that's what i love about the sevenfold flow is it's not the gifts is the gift operating as he wants to, as he his will through mm-hmm, our life. Mm-hmm. But the rivers are constant. Yeah. Council's always there.
1: Oh, well, good. and I think, think about that's so freeing though. You well, know? I think about you know, doesn't it doesn't say that the river flows from the throne, throne of room. God? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I mean Ezekiel. It, Think if about it's that. perpetual to me, flowing From the out throne. of the throne. I know. Yeah. Hey, Keith, how do you distinguish between the spirit of counsel? I mean, I'm sorry, spirit of power and might. What's the difference? Mm.
2: Big time. power. The spirit of power to me would be the Lord wanting to do something visibly, the spirit of power. Okay. The power of God is for him to make himself known visibly. Okay. When I pray for somebody and ask for the power of God to flow, when I play for, let's say, Isaiah ten twenty seven, the anointing destroys the yoke and removes the burden. Well, I'm asking for the power of God to come upon that person and remove the yoke and burden. Mm. But see, the spirit of might is the strength of God in me, but also through me. So oh. the spirit of might's for me also, but I believe the power of God is for ministry okay. or the visible evidence of God.
0: Oh, okay. interesting. So there's definitely a personal component to might. yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. but
2: also it's ministry. In fact, uh, I I believe it's so key because when you understand these flows, you go from operating from with the Holy Spirit in the dunamis of God, and you move, which would be moving this way Uh to an individual. But what you want to do, and you made reference to this perpetual throne room from Ezekiel Well, where's the seven spirits of God uh, defined at in Revelation 4, 5? Around the throne. Mm. So really you want to see the atmosphere be filled with the spirit of might. Mm. And it breaks open the whole atmosphere.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: So what happens is, this is amazing because when people understand this, you literally break open the atm- the br- atmosphere, breaks open by spirit of mind, and people begin to hear divine inspiration uh, yeah. be, uh, from the Holy Spirit. Because one of the first things the enemy does is shut off ability to hear. Yeah. Because inspiration comes from the holy spirit he inspires or his inspiration or which is the counsel of god so that immediately opens up the air or the unseen realm and floods the room the arena whatever with the presence of the lord that brings breakthrough
1: and so do you Mm, do you ever like say like spirit of might i you know i agree with you i want to release you into this like Do you you understand what I'm saying? Like, do you, how do you do this? Like, Uh okay, I get there flowing in me, Mm -hmm. but do I partner with it with my mouth through what I say? Like, can you give me an example of that?
2: Right. That's great. Uh, Sure. And sure, it's everything in the kingdom's from the reason of use. Learning to partner with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Learning to, perception is, is learning to recognize the movement of that, of the flow of the spirit of mind. But let's say, like, if I was ministering and I was praying for different people, and I felt the room shift, but I felt the Spirit of might. Well, immediately I would begin to speak to the room. Okay. I would begin to speak to everyone in the room. The Spirit of the Lord is here to strengthen you, to mm-hmm. empower you, yeah. to break through, to bring, uh, uh, deal with every obstacle, mm, every well, crisis, well. every circumstance. But also the Spirit of might. Ephesians 3:16 is it reverses the effects of. Worry, anxiety, stress—yeah, everything.
0: Yeah. This happened to me at Alice. This is exactly what happened to me at oh, Alice. Wow. Which oh, is, oh, so oh, we wow. were just on our our beach retreat with our widows, and I just got—I just woke up at like six o'clock in the morning. I guess with the spirit of might on me. I don't know what I—I I couldn't really define mm. it. I just knew I was like furious at the enemy, and I knew that I was gonna break open. There was this hopelessness in the room and I was just, I was just angry. I was like, I'm not allowing this in my presence. Like I can't be around hopelessness is the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's offensive to, it's offensive to the spirit of God. That's what it's offensive to. And I was just feeling that for the Lord. He was feeling that for these widows. And I'm not, I mean, this is Karen's world. Like I'm not like, I ain't the feeler. I'm getting better, but I'm not like, I'm not deeply moved. Like, you know, I'm a visionary. I'm kind of like the, you know, I'm just the breaker. I'm coming in and breaking things, but it's not because I typically felt it. So anyway, I'm just feeling this compassion and this unbelief in the room, this unbelief that God could do what he said he could do. Like my story, Mm -hmm. it was it was almost like my testimony wasn't enough to break off the yoke of heaviness. It was hmm. like I needed the spirit of my. It is Good, exactly Rachel. what happened to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh. I feel it now. Like I'm like, that's what happened, Rachel. That yeah. was it that's Keith.
2: right that's awesome yeah it was yeah, fun exactly but I didn't, I,
1: I, right.
0: I, i'm now like well, oh i my was on gosh. the other side of the wall <laughs>
1: hearing it i was like what is going oh, on in there I was furious there? i mean i was Something like letting the
0: enemy have it because i knew there were women in the room that needed to drop their nets and really follow jesus that was part mm-hmm. of it it was like they were kind of playing in two worlds like i'm going to be in my sad world and not in the world of Jesus' power of the healing might of god and i was like mm. there is no going back you cannot know and like this is the moment where yeah. you're going to drop your nets and say i'm i'm going to believe that you're enough it, it was crazy but i'm like oh my god that's what it was that's so Keith, that's all
2: that's it's amazing because you said you felt it you felt that strength you felt yeah. that oh might. It's, it's like a deep you know that you know it's gonna happen. You know, Oh the Lord's yeah, about well, to, I knew it isn't a question about what's gonna you, you go, uh oh, something's yeah. about to happen. Oh yeah. And that's the spirit of mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I wish every believer and, would be activating that.
0: I know. I mean it was it was hard though. You know what I'm saying, Keith? Like there was there was a there was a, co- there was a cost to it. Like I felt it so deeply and I think for me it was just like this has got to get this yeah, has to get you have out to get it and out. get out of me. Like there was, it was you and, um, yes, in you Ohio. And, I had the you same in thing Ohio. <laughs> I mean, the spirit of might came on Karen and she was yeah. shaking. I thought she was cold. I was like, do you need a sweatshirt? What is wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> It hadn't happened to her. I'd I mean, never I was seen you. I dry heave
1: crying, like ball sobbing my eyes out, overcome with this. Yeah. I was like, it was the fire of the Lord. It was mm-hmm. just that the wow. might. So so, Keith, are you seeing like right now, you know, because you're so in touch now with the seven spirits, are you seeing mm-hmm. any one of those spirits, uh, you know, a manifestation of that more frequently or you're kind of surprised like, wow, look at mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the, the, really, it's amazing because I feel like the, the Lord's really wanting us to know authority. Wow. The exerg of God. Yeah. And that's the yeah. Greek word that for for authority. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus is is who is our uh, our one who we are disciples of the Lord and his daily living in the earth should be our pattern for living.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
2: showed what it looked like to live in authority. Yeah. And so uh, it's amazing because Isaiah 11:3 says Jesus delighted in the fear of the Lord. But it's actually is Jesus delighted in pleasing the Lord. And wow. as a result, he didn't gauge things by his natural eyes or his ears. Right. So he didn't listen to hearsay and he didn't gauge things by the natural. <laughs> but he he flew flee flow with the Lord. And I believe this is job twenty two twenty two that says this. It's it's a powerful passage. Mm-hmm. We always hear Job 22 about the decree of God right. in Job 22, but it starts off with this passage, Job 22:22. 22, 22. Lord, it says, "Please receive instructions from the mouth of the Lord that you may store it up in your heart." That to me is very key. Mm-hmm of so uh, in tune with the Lord that I'm not gauging things by the natural or by what I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm living in the now word of the Lord. That's right. And I'm a voice that decrees his intent and his counsel and it will be established. Mm. And so I, I don't want to just say something to say something. I look to please him, right. which is the, because and it's out of the fear of the Lord to me is, Deep adoration. Oh yeah, it's it's the it's true worship.
0: Yeah, it's totally. like You're driving
2: down the highway and you just think about the Lord and all you can all you can do is go, oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, totally. You, you know, just, you know you, what's so cool though mm. about that is you said you stored it up. Mm. You know what I mean, Keith? Like I think for <laughs> it's so country when I just said mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? I mean, I think the thing uh, you've got to treasure those things that you store for when the time mm-hmm. comes that you need totally. that word you know yeah. i think we don't it's almost like we don't have that rolodex of he said that yeah. in august and now i'm having to deal with this in the natural but he said that in august so i know what to do mm-hmm. i know exactly what to do right now
2: yeah that's really good that see that's living in the realm of god
0: it is yeah.
2: Yes, living in—because you're a strong Logos person, which is a Word of God. Mm-hmm. You recognize His voice. Yeah, That's why it's key. You know, Janet and I are celebrating 46 years this year of oh marriage. It's
1: amazing. And the
2: key is communication.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It mm-hmm.
2: is in any relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's with—that's the same way with, with believers, with the Lord.
0: Yeah. And the more we grow,
2: grow stronger in our communication, our ability to know Him yeah. is— uh, recognize him with a uh, part of what it means to know God is with precision and right accuracy ac- ac- uh, Otherwise uh, I'm willing to change my view to come into who he is according to his scripture. So good. And then that brings alignment in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you ask me how you grow in the stature of Christ. Well, because we're going from glory to glory. Yeah. Second Corinthians three seventeen. the more I'm allowing the Lord to transform me, then I'm coming more into as but behold him through his word. And I'm being transformed in every area of my life is coming into alignment. The more I operate out of the realm of the spirit with the Lord. And so I'm not trying to draw things out of the natural for strategies and plans. I'm writing down the strategies and plans I'm getting from the Lord. Right. Yeah. And like you said, it's like you store them up. Oh, you yeah. know what the Lord
1: is Right. For. What do you, what do you, so- sorry about oh, that. Oh, I was even... about to ask the same thing. Tell me what God's doing on the earth, yeah. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> what are you sensing, yeah, that God is up to you right now as you put your ear to the Spirit?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two th- things I, I prayed about for tonight with y'all Well, the first thing, of course, is uh, what I said was a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. It's amazing because when the uh, disciples were on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus, isn't it amazing that they went to sleep? Have you ever (laughs) read that? They they went to sleep. And the reason why in Luke it says they were heavy with sleep. And really in the Greek, what it means, they were overcome with burden. Oh, wow. So, When Jesus was manifesting his glory, they were unaware spiritually what was going on. Mm -hmm. Elijah and Moses showed up, and they weren't even aware because they were heavy with sleep. But it says when they were fully awakened, they saw the glory. Mm. Not until they were awakened. Mm -hmm. And so I believe there's a powerful awakening taking place right now. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're here in different colleges, different places, and it's all about the presence of the Lord. Yeah, Totally. who he is because he's awakening it's a, it's a powerful time as awakening and that's individually but then also there's those moments in history we see where it's not only individual but it's corporately he's mm-hmm. doing something corporately and i believe that's the reason there's some that the lord's entrusting more to us right now and i'm pretty excited about that mm-hmm. as he awakens us to truth yeah. that he entrusts with us with that truth and the authority of that truth and so I think personally I think we're going to see more miracles. Mm-hmm. But I believe there're going to be more public displays of the evidence of God mm-hmm.
0: or mm-hmm. salvation
2: mm-hmm. for lives to be changed
0: mm-hmm. for that
2: to take place where we love what takes place in ministry and our ministry time together and it should.
1: Mm-hmm. But it
2: should it should flow out of the out of the ministry time into everyday living. Right. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, that we're going to see that in a tremendous way. Right. And I, But I also believe that has to do with Ephesians 3.16. If you get a chance, you can look at that, because Paul teaches that in Ephesians 3 that he goes through something for our glory. And it's, he says, I go through tribulations for your glory. I said, well, what do you mean for my glory? Well, <laughs> it means this, that the word tribulation means pressures from every side. And he says, don't grow weary. Mm
0: -hmm. And it
2: means don't lose heart. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, like you were feeling in that room where people start losing hope Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: hopelessness, what happens in hopelessness immediately? guess what's lost in purpose?
0: That's right. Purpose is gone. Absolutely. <inaudible>
2: purpose is gone, so is destiny. That's mm-hmm. right.
0: I say no that destiny. every retreat. I'm like, mm-hmm. you cannot go from pain to purpose without a stop at hope. You cannot. Mm-hmm. It is impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good, so, Keith.
2: Yeah, so Ephesians 3.16 is learning how to draw from and for ministers to flow with the Holy Spirit to just see people strengthen inwardly. Yeah, and they break out into perseverance, stay in yeah. the course, yeah, breaking through obstacles, doubt, and unbelief. Exactly what you were describing is exactly what taken place in Ephesians three sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So good, Keith. Just kind of in closing, I want to ask about this vanguard movement. What uh-huh. what is that? What tell tell us about that? That you're sensing that you're feeling the need to teach on that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the vanguard movement. Well, I'm uh, mentoring quite a few, uh, quite a few uh, and, uh, people on the seven spirits of God, about mm-hmm. the seven full flow. Okay. and it's all about as. And my key passage would be John fifteen five. I would say, Jesus says, "As I have, you have.
1: Mm. And as
2: long as you know what I have and live out of what I have." <laughs> You'll bear much fruit. Mm. Well, we—it's like taking this bottle of water here, and it be full, saying, "I have a full bottle of water, but I don't. Ha- I'm not drinking out of the well. <laughs> I'm drinking out of a portion." Yeah. And then I argue that I have a fullness of a measure. Mm. And we have too many Christians that are living in measure when they can have the
0: fullness. That's mm.
1: wow. And that's
2: for—that's what Paul's heart in. For, 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 2 it's so powerful
1: mm-hmm. Paul
2: says I'm coming to you and I could teach you with human wisdom but the only thing I want to know is Jesus and him crucified
1: mm-hmm. and I want to
2: come to you in demonstration of the spirit and power he didn't just say power right. power is mm-hmm. the evidence of God naturally the spirit is flowing touching the innermost part of the beat spirit wow, to that's spirit
1: good. that's yeah. good and good, so good. the reason
2: why is because you're speaking kingdom and causes hunger, and it says and goes on to say that, that Paul said, "A higher wisdom will be imparted to you." And yeah. will, it's a higher wisdom? What Jesus did for you at the cross, everything that He's already made available. <laughs> Don't live in measure when you can live out of fullness. That's kind of where I'm at on the vanguard movement. Man, We're that's training good. I can exaggerate on that.
0: Okay, I know. Yeah. I'm like, say it again, Keith. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh my God, <laughs> do it again, Lord. Well, it's so, it's so fascinating because. Yeah, I mean, there. That's just that. I could literally chew on that for. A well, month. it's
1: like we always say, "As he is, so are we." But I just heard afresh, "As he has, so have I."
0: Yeah, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm.
1: just that reminder that. As he has, I have everything that he has for life and for godliness. Mm-hmm. I have it that's all. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And That's the invitation to believe that and to receive that.
0: Yeah. Hey, Keith, mm-hmm. we're asking um, people on the podcast just a curious question. I mean, you've been in ministry a long time. When have you felt most loved in your life?
2: Uh, that's a pretty good question. Uh, Of course, my wife loves me unconditionally. (laughs) She (laughs) loved me, stayed with me, even though I was hard to, you know, I mean, praise Mm. God she stayed with me. But I had went through a uh, uh, hard time in ministry where I had been part of a revival that broke out, that lasted for several months and it grew. And the pastor took another church. And so uh, the new pastor invited me in. And so I started preaching, and he didn't like the word I'd give to the church. <clears throat> it was kind of a corrective word. And so he shut down the meetings. It was hard. God. And so I, went, I was, uh, went back to the hotel, and I was there for five days because I had booked for five days. And it broke me. I just wept before the oh, Lord.
1: Geez.
2: Yeah, and so uh, the Lord showed up. And so all he did was smile at me, wow. and the only thing he said was my name. He just said, "Keith." <laughs> that was it. He just said Keith, but it wasn't like just that's Keith. Karen's it went same like day. it went <laughs> Keith, 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 and started reverberating all through my body, and just broke through every bit of hurt that's and everything, that's and that's just waves of love just begin to infuse me, and I, I. It took me hours to recover from <laughs> it. I mean, I I hyperventilated. I couldn't even breathe. It oh, was yeah. just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I immediately called my wife. I said, babe, you know how much I love you." She goes, "Yes,
0: I, said, I love you, but more."
2: You know, I mean, it changed my whole
1: life. So, oh, you. So have, that would be. You, I mean,
0: she, this so, is crazy. I mean, we truly. were we were
1: just with a group of girls yesterday, and we we were just hanging out. And we that's the question we asked. When did you feel the most loved? And. It was the same exact thing. And I even used the word hyperventilated. Uh-huh. I got called out in a meeting and all the guy said was, Karen, Karen, is your name Karen? And he said, the love of God is all over you. And <laughs> no other prophetic words. I mean, everybody else, he's reading their mail. He's saying all these, you know, elaborate words. But for me, it was, he knows my name. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it yeah. was that name, Karen Karen is your name. I mean, I can't wait. That's why she's just <laughs> we're laughing over here. I'm sure the audience is like, yeah. what's so funny? Well,
0: because <laughs> so it's, it's, so, it's so it's so it's your name. It's well, not it's so simple. It is it's so like so simple. I it's mean, amazing
1: yeah. that when it's the your heavenly father yeah. speaking your name. Yeah. Yeah. That it he doesn't need a lot of words. His yeah. that's how powerful. Yeah. When he says it,
0: yeah. it is.
1: Yeah, He's saying, I see you and yeah. I know you. And how precious. Yeah. At a time, I can't imagine how painful yeah. you know that was that he just,
0: Keith, Keith, hey, I, call you, I love you, Keith. Yeah. I see you, Keith. I think what's so yeah. amazing about yeah. it, too, it's not the birth of your first child. Right. Was Every, it your wedding day? I mean, literally none of us. It was when the Lord spoke. spoke. It had For nothing to do with so earthly it had to do with one relationship and yeah. it was with ours mm-hmm. with the heavenly father. I mean, it's just like of all the things know, that we've funny. experienced. So Keith, yeah. will you pray for people who've just mm. never known their name being called? I mean, yeah. we, we were talking about this the other day to be seen is just it unlocks love in people. Mm-hmm. It unlocks the power of God, I believe, too. So will you just call people's name almost, you know, and ask the Lord to do that?
2: Yeah. Father God, we just thank you right now for this wonderful opportunity. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you for each and every person who listens to this podcast. First of all, Father, we thank you that you do love us unconditionally, mm-hmm. and you love for us to know your love. It says in your word that you will literally wholly feel us with every fiber of our being, mm-hmm. not with the intellectual love, but encountering your love, the width, length, and depth and height of that love. And so I pray for each and every person watching right now, listening, that, Father, that you release that precious love, that you release that from the head to toes, toes to head in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. It breaks through every insecurity, every wrong done, Mm -hmm. every betrayal, every letdown, every disappointment, every discouragement, because you will never let us down, you will never leave us, you'll never forsake us, and you love us unconditionally. Mm And we thank you for that, Father. Mm. Father, we just thank you that right now for even years of bitterness and hurt would now be replaced with your joy, your peace that comes out of your love. And we thank you for that. Mm. We thank you that right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we take authority over everything that's trying to rob every precious one who's hearing this podcast of knowing that love. And we thank you that those things are now loosed and broken in Jesus' name and the authority of it. You have no dominion over this person. The only one that has dominion over them is Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for that. We thank you right now for the anointing that destroys every yoke and removes every burden. Yeah. That right now, starting this very moment, from this point on, according to Ephesians 16, finally, my brethren, you'll know what his strength is through His power is in your life. Mm. And no longer will you look back to what was, but you're living for what is and what the Lord has for you for your future. Mm. And we thank thank you you for that. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord.
1: Amen. Amen. You know, I see people, Keith, taking their pen out and they've just finished listening to this podcast and I see them going back and they're rewinding it and they're playing it again and they're taking notes and they're going and they're looking up every single scripture. And I just encourage you, who's listening right now, don't let this just be, you know, your appetizer for the day. Yeah, Go mm-hmm. back and milk this mm-hmm. for all it's worth, because mm-hmm. there is more. If you will go and dive into what Keith has released through this. The, I mean, there's so many times like I could feel the electricity when you're talking about <laughs> it. There's just there's a totally. there's that breaker anointing, you know, that's on you, too. So thank you. We 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 appreciate you. We just honor your life. We yeah. honor your legacy, you. what you release, it's it's really important. It's really important. So Can thank I say you. one thing, more yeah. thing, please please. please? please, yeah.
2: You asked me about uh, what the Lord's doing. One of the key things is the justice of the Lord.
0: Mm. Good. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh,
2: my goodness. I just felt the anointing so strong oh. right there. <laughs> for everyone who uh, listens and watches this, yeah. the Lord's justice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
2: His recompense for you. Yeah. for his justice the justice of the lord
0: yeah.
2: it was beginning of the year lord says watch me as i bring forth my justice wow. so we release the justice of amen. the lord over every situation amen. in the mighty name of jesus amen amen
0: wow. amen keith gosh wow, wow.
1: thank you lord thank good you word. so much that
0: was great and it was gonna be i mean, <laughs> that was great i'm just like this was so fun yes. we just love you wow. thank you keith
1: we bless you thank you take care you. good night Thanks for joining us on the There's More podcast. Check out the show notes. We've got a 14-day spiritual warfare course that you can take as well as the code. If you'd like to join us in the Father's House Bible study, thanks so much for listening.